what it do. It's your girl, Drea G. This is Latasha, also known as the Black Rogue. And we are the Grids. What's good, Tosh? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I had a crazy weekend in New Orleans. That shit was crazy. That shit was lit. Did you get some beads, girl? Or did yes, you? Yes, yes. I threw I threw my titties um two, twice. Ooh. Twice. Oh. My my homegirl was like the hype man. Like she was like she was like my coach to throw my titties. She was like, hey, you gotta do like this. You gotta tease them, and you gotta get the crowd rallied up, and then you gotta show your titties. Oh, okay, so she was like your wing woman this weekend. Yes, I had it was it was lit. I had a good weekend. I met my um my future husband that I'm probably never gonna talk to again. <laughs> Sounds I about mean, right. I, I love New Orleans, you know. I love I you know, I really don't like the uh the, the man like that, but they are handsome, even though I don't really fuck with them. And people. they got those sexy ass accents. They do, they got a little swag. They was hating on Houston man, but it's okay. Yeah. You know, what What do they say? Do they say that, like, out of all, like, the places that New Orleans has, like, the best accent? Well, I don't think so, but I, I could be wrong. I haven't been to New Orleans. They do got a cute little accent, you know. They don't really like Texas people, so it is what it is. Uh-huh. Like Texas men, they, they think uh, men are soft out here. You know, cause you know they crazy. So yeah. They on another. They on another level crazy. But they are handsome. I give them that. And crazy. Swag. Yeah. <laughs> was the food good? Cause the food was I. Right. You know, just, we just went to some. I don't think we went to some good places. It was I. Right. I mean, like I'm like I could have stayed in Houston, but you know, for this food, but y'all didn't it was have all right. no char broiled oysters or no. Oh, I did. That shit was good. I got me some oysters. Um, that shit was good, but like I had like some gumbo, and I guess I went to the wrong. I sh- I need some like authentic gumbo because I don't know. I was like over there, um, right downtown where everything was at, and I wasn't feeling the gumbo. I went to like two different places had a gumbo. I had shrimp and grits, and, and it was all right. I'm like, dang, them beignets is all right too. It was okay. Mm. Just hide. I don't know. Maybe you didn't go to the right spots. That's what I'm know. thinking. I'm thinking. Well, next time, if you're from New Orleans, like hit me up and let me know what spots to go to. Yes, please do. How was well, your weekend? Girl, you know what? We were rained out up here, but you know, it, it got nice on Monday. I'm not feeling it though. Um, the Memorial weekend was not all that, but oh, it, it, it's okay. It, it you know, it but no there were parts i think monday it got nice out um and i i went roller skating this week too and i i injured myself pretty badly oh, so yeah i'm i'm not having a, a whole lot of fun i didn't have as much fun as you and you uh injured? i'm gonna talk about it this man he he, he is a maniac on the skating floor, like, oh, and it, yeah, it was, it was not fun. Like hardwood floors. Yeah. Like no breaks, like nothing to break my fall. So that wasn't fun. But, uh, I, what, what I do want to say is this weather is not typical right now. It's literally June and it feel like, I feel like it's May around here. I feel like it's May showers. It's, yeah. it's cold, it's rainy, but it's okay because I'll be spending my fourth somewhere else. So I'm looking forward to that. Where are you tropical, going? 
I'm I'm going to Costa Rica. So Girl, you stay out, flying out. No, I've been chilling. I I how did you say I've been staying out? And so you still got travels, but so I'm looking forward to that. So who you it's going all to Costa good. Rica with? listen you know I'm, I'm i'm gonna have a little vacation um but it should be nice so i'm i'm looking forward to it so we'll see so this week we are pouring up or pulling up so we're either you know how we do it we're either pulling up or we're blessing the heart of a few folks um and this week i'm kicking it off with uh a pull up so Good news. Uh, Naomi Osaka. Uh, she's been in the news a lot lately. Um, the tennis star. And, you know, she just she just continues to like amaze and just like, you know, as a woman of color, just make me proud. And she was in the news because, you know, obviously she was fine because she didn't want to do the interview. Uh, for the French Open. And so mm. she was fined at $15,000 and she stood by the stance. And I commend her for that because it's just like, yeah, you you can't put a price on your mental health. And, you know, the media, they tried to then bully her. And so she trump carded them and she said, you know what? Hey, I, I just won't be a part of it. And, you know, where they think that that may have hurt her, it's only helped her in the long run because according to Forbes, She's being named like the 12th highest paid athlete. Mm. Like, right. She made, I want to say, I'm looking at it. She made in 2020, $77 million. And and a lot of that has to to do with endorsements. And so, you know, her, these people that these brands that she's aligned with, they're not backing down from her. They're supporting her. Um, You know, they're coming to her aid, but, you know, it's even it's endearing them more to her. So shout out to her. Uh, Appreciate her for sticking to her guns because, yeah, her her mental health is very important. And, uh, you know, she's sending a a real firm message that, you know, you're not you're not going to bully me for my stance. Dang, she make more money than Serena. What's number two? All right. Number two. Uh, I'm giving a, this is, well, it's a little bit of both. So I'm pulling up to this because it is cool. A skating rink and BK, it's not really a skating rink, uh, but it's like a gym that is transformed into a skating rink on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. So it, it's in Bed-Stuy. It's on Kosciuszko Street. Real cool vibe. You know what? I'm I'm just very nostalgic. So I got to get my own pair of skates because I wasn't wearing my own pair of skates. So I have to get my own pair of skates. Uh, but it was a really cool vibe. They had a DJ, just grown folks, just, you know, a good time. I want to say that they have a class from 630 to 730. And then I want to say from 730 until 11, you can skate on Wednesdays. Um, but Real fun time, but you know, it just it brought out that nostalgia. Did you ever go to skating rings when you were coming of age, Tosh, or no? I can't remember. Maybe I think I did when I was like in elementary school. Right. So those were big when we were in elementary, even until junior high, where you know, in Dallas, uh, growing up in Oak Cliff. Anyway, uh, funny enough, they used to always go to the skating rings to fight. (laughs) 
the kids at my school to fight. And you know what? Uh, last night, somebody made me fall. And I was thinking in my mind, I'm like, I can't believe that kids will come here to fight on these hardwood ass floors. Wait, they was and- fighting? That's how you feel? No, no, they weren't. They weren't fighting last night. But I'm just saying, like, it just made me think about like when I was a kid and people would be at the skating rink fighting. And I'm just like, who would want to do this? But I fell last night really hard and I hurt myself because this dude was being a maniac on the dance floor and whizzing by doing all his tricks and shit. No, he was killing the shit. Yeah, he thought so. <laughs> and, Did and he so, stop, help you out when he hit your ass? Did he help you out? He he came uh, twisting, twirling, uh, skating back around. Yes, he did, along with somebody else. Uh, it, I was you done. Tripped his ass. You should have tripped him. I definitely thought about it. I was done after that. But uh, uh, crazy leg skate club and BK, check it out. Number three, uh, I'm giving. This is a, a a bless your heart, and it's simply just because. I'm tired of hearing his name associated with drama, the baby. So I love me some the baby. You know, shout out to him. You know, he's a grit. I love it. I, you know, I like his style, but he is like he has been synonymous with drama of lately. Um, whether it's him or somebody in his camp. And at some point, it's just like, well, I mean, how much bad luck can it be? Or, you know, are you putting yourself in these positions? You know what I'm saying? To react. He's short. He angry. And he got a short temper. And I mean, you know, I just don't see a a positive into it. And I mean, we've seen so many people from Nipsey, just so many people, you know, just senseless violence. You know, people that a lot of times. I heard they shot at him, though. Got shoot back. They shooting at you. Got shoot back. I guess uh, I heard it was self-defense. Right. But it's always something. So at some point, I I don't know. No problems. It, 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 that. I guess. Uh, either way, we're gonna see how it pans out. But uh, I, I, I'd like to see him, you know, low key. Uh, so I wish him good luck with that. Right. Number four, uh, we have Mary J. Blige, My Life documentary. So I'm pulling up to that. Uh, mm. It's it's Black Music Month. When I was a kid, Mary J. She used to be my favorite artist. <laughs> like she really was. But then her and uh, KC from uh, Jodeci got together and uh, it kind of ruined that a little bit. But um, I I remember that album and just, you know, being a kid and hearing, you know, cuts uh, or just even like when I think about tracks like Real Love and just what type of nostalgia and just all that. So um, shout out to Mary because, you know, we know over the years she's she's been through a lot. A lot of her, her life is played out like, you know, most celebrities life. They right. Mm. That documentary going to have us crying, girl. Yeah, it will. But I mean, I look at her now and and look, you know, how far and where she is. And, you know, so that that's such a blessing. And uh, I mean, just so many things that she's accomplished and overcome. So um, I think it's a celebration and it's a, it's a, it's going to be a toast to her and her journey. So shout out to Mary. So, you know, Mary is the only, the only female that I know in the history of music that has probably rocked every shade of blonde and looks good. Girl. Like, I got to give my sis a, a, a toast to all the blonde. I know, I know that this is going to be a depressing story and, um, I'm ready to cry. So, uh, because all her music is depressing. Um, 
Maybe she had Aww. one or twice like lit song, but you know, she's very, you know, but I love some Mary, so I'm looking forward to it too. All right. All right. I, I jacked her swag a plenty of times for sure. So number five, uh, we're gonna toast to what well, I'm toasting, and we're gonna toast to Tiffany Haddish. I heard she's um adopting a child, and that's what's up. You know, I'm all for people, however they want to have kids. The, um, you know, and I, it's a lot of kids out there that need homes that need to be adopted. So I'm going to drink to that as well as, um, I heard she's playing a uh, Flojo. Oh, and that's dope. I'm ready because I want to see her in a different light, you know, and not just the comedy light, you know, the, the films that she's in and comedy. I want to see her transition because remember back in the day, like Will Smith and, um, he was like a comedian back in the day and a fresh prince. And then he kind of grew into like a serious actor, Jamie Foxx too. So I'm like very intrigued to see, you know, how she's going to be in this movie. You know what? Um, it's funny enough because they posted a picture of her on Shade Room and like looking at the angle, angle of her face, she looks like her. Um, but I am, I'm, I'm anxious to see her in it. And I, I think she'll do good with it because I actually saw her in a, in a, a drama. We do typically see her in a lot of comedy, but uh, she was in a movie with, before she got him, him. And then she got together with him common. Uh, she was in the kitchen and she was uh, in it with Melissa uh, McCart McCarthy is her name. And that movie was really good. And it was like these like mafiosa ladies, like on the East Coast in one of these towns, but she, that's the movie. So check it out because she did uh, play a real serious person in that. So you know, I forgot she was also in um, Madam C.J. Walker that was on um, Netflix. Mm. She did a decent job. She played her daughter. She did a decent job in that too. So the next uh, story is the Buckingham Palace. I'm going to bless my heart to them. So just recently in the news, it was an article uh, about a lot of the black workers that worked in the palace saying that they were being discriminated against mm. and they weren't able to have um, higher roles in um, administrative roles or whatever those roles were. I'm like, man, like I already had a feeling that they had Megan try to warn us, y'all. Megan try to say, tell us that they racist as fuck and nobody up there listening. I knew they was racist because they answers as own slaves. So I'm just like, come on now. So you mean to tell me that they never been racist? They got to have some type of, you know, history of racism too, just like America. So I'm going to bless my heart to, to them. And in the queen, she looked racist. So she just gives me, you know, racist vibes. I don't know if it's Karen, but maybe, you know, something else. It's a matriarch. Yeah. Royal matriarch vibes. Right. Something ain't right about them. Something ain't clean in the milk. Something ain't clean in the milk. I feel like they tried Princess Diana because, you know, she's go to Africa all the time to help the kids. Feel like something ain't right. And we know they, they try, tried her. So... Mm -hmm. All right. Number seven, uh, basketball wives. Um, so I'm going to bless my heart to basketball wives because this is this show needs to just end. Lord, <laughs> Evelyn came on the media, made a whole press press conference, which nobody gives a damn about, saying she's no longer doing basketball wives like we care. Over the past couple of years, this girl has been a bully. 
She's been rude as fuck. <laughs> she's been hood. She's been ghetto. She's been fighting everybody. Their mama. And she loves to play victim. <laughs> right. And I'm I'm ready for it to be over. I don't like shiny ass because shiny, I feel like she's a colorist. Even though she don't see the shit, she's a colorist. I don't like her ass. I don't like none of them. All the show just needs to just go just like loving hip hop. I don't like loving <laughs> hip hop either. To retire these shows. <laughs> So they just need to dismantle it all and just, I mean, yeah, I don't know. And you know what? What irritates me is that it's funny because they, they kept basketball wives all these years. Wags wasn't that bad. And, 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 and what it wasn't, and they had some, some all right people, some all right ladies. Yeah. I love Wags. I I watched the Atlanta version. I know they had like different, they had um, Miami, I think. I like the Miami one and I like the girls from Miami. And so, yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't so much crazy drama and fights. It was like real women that were either dating men that were athletes or, Mm -hmm. you know, or married to them. And like the Atlanta one was pretty good because um, they had this one girl that was a cheerleader. And I felt like her story was authentic. And yeah, I kind of, and then they had this other girl that was like, they was in a, a, what do you call it? Entanglement type of situation with her man but it was mm. a good show they should just kept wags honestly that's what shawnee should have did but you know she made it ghetto oh. hmm. what can be said so number eight it is pride month so i want to give a shout out to all my lgbtq community so um yes. yeah it's a lot of events going on this month you know a lot of history as well as going on this month so yeah i want to give a shout out shout out all right. So number nine, I'm actually shouting out just black excellence. And so Pierre from Quality Control Music, he had a birthday celebration and it looks like he brought, you know, everybody and their mother, uh, you know, of, of black elite uh, and, and black excellence out. Now, I didn't see Beyonce uh, there or Jay. Uh, but we saw a lot of stars out and I, I just think that it was a beautiful thing. And I know so many of us have just been all cooped up. So I know they felt like they were at the damn Met Gala and the way they looked, <laughs> it, it looks like they went all out for it. And it's like, why not? Like y'all young, black, getting it like shit, live life to the fullest. So I just love that display of black excellence. So shout out to them. Okay, so then um, to close it out, no, I'm blessing the heart of them on this whole situation for number 10. Um, It's just it's just too much Um, between uh, Fallon, Portia and Simon. uh, The saga continues and uh, we're just getting more information information. Uh, We know that Fallon is about to have our own announcement about, you know, how everything unraveled and Simon is, you know, coming back with his own accusations saying that she's pregnant, you know, by somebody that was a mutual friend of theirs. I don't know. We don't know. Uh, Portia's planning three weddings and, and, and celebrating Simon's birthday. It's, it's kind of messy right now. So I just uh, hope that they can all work through it. Cause it's a lot going on. What do you think, Tosh? That shit is a hot ass mess. First of mm-hmm. all, uh, you know, this is like actually normal life. You even though they like influencers and shit like this, this shit happened in everybody else's day life. We have you the same. Be my coworker problems. ass. 
I mean, shit, shit like that work that is real life, girl. It's mm. real life shit like that be going on, you know. So mm-hmm. I don't like, and then uh, Simon, like he said that she <laughs> cheated on him and she's having a baby on the way. So I'm very interested to see this uh, announcement of what that she's about to, you know, go on. And Simon got a lot of time. He responding to Wendy Williams. He, I mean, it's just, it's just. I mean, I'm he's the victim here. I feel like he's the victim. Like if she really did cheat on his ass. She ain't shit. Like, you know what I mean? Wait till you get a divorce to cheat, sis. Did like, she really cheat on his ass? Or is he, he just throwing that out there? He said that several times. But he said that before. He said that several times. I, I believe that the whole because think about it. He old as fuck. And like, who the hell out there like is like, gonna be attracted to a man like that? And they got he three got- kids. They he she has three kids. I don't know if they're all his. She got three kids. Well, she got so, three kids. Oh, yeah. So she's not just sitting around willing her thumb. She got three kids. So I don't think that she's just going to go cheat on her forty million dollar man. I would. I mean, she probably would think about it. Think girl, about she, she he, get caught. He, come on, he would be more prone. He to probably cheat. can't get it up though. No, nah, he probably can't get it up. So she got to go to. So you you think that? So you think that Portia would begin with him if he can't get it up, and all these yes. other little hot yes. young things? That's one that's, out here do it all the that's time. Throwing it at him, yeah. Yes, woman do it all the time. He an old school he player. Play. He an old school he player. He is not no damn player. I I yeah. don't I I think the whole cheat. Been married him. three times. He is the victim. Ain't clean that don't mean shit. Something ain't he, clean that means he just in the a hopeless milk. romantic. He just a hopeless he a male Gemini girl. He's a hopeless romantic, and these hoes probably do him dirty. We don't, you don't know him like that, right? I don't. I just know what I see, and I would be hurt if I were her. But hurt, she probably was cheating on him. Do you see the video where she proposed to that nigga? They said that was awful child. I don't trust it. I'm ready for it. We need to just watch. Okay, we need to watch. And even the man that that he was saying is is his replacement. I don't believe it. But then I mean, why the man editing? He editing shit on Instagram. I, I don't Shout know, something. but you also didn't know she had three kids. She had three kids, so she looked um, good for had three kids though. Yeah, so yeah. But anyway, uh, bless that whole situation. Y'all work it out. So let's go to Southern Sound Off. So Southern Sound Off is just whatever we want to talk about for the week and give our Southern perspective to. So this week we're going to be talking about dating preference when it comes to money. Um, so just recently I was just looking at an interview by Jess the Mess and she was saying how she doesn't date broke men in terms of men that work at fast food restaurants, call centers, you know, dudes that do customer service. She is mm. not about that life. So uh, we're just going to talk about that. So would you ever date a broke man or a man that is poor? Is there a difference between broke and poor? Hmm. Yeah, not a lot. Um, because broke, you could be, you know, cash broke, but you you're working and, you know, and you still can. And then poor is just you're homeless. You're oh, homeless. <laughs> That's me, girl. I'm poor. Uh, and, and you don't have money to get your place. Oh Lord. And, and then you have to be an opportunist. Uh, so it's different, uh, between being broke, because like I said, you could be working and just on your grind and you'd be paying bills or paying something off and you can be broke. But so poor, I, had another, 
is different. So I got another question for you. Would you date a man that's living at home with his parents and saving money for a house? Um, if he really has a plan for it, yes, and it makes sense. And he's like, it, it has to be something. Like maybe he's doing something, child. Maybe he's a caretaker at home. Uh, he, you know, he has a child and, and, and he needs help. It just depends on what the situation is. And, and if he's really actively buying a house, like if he's really like saving towards it, but nah, I ain't just going to be with nobody, uh, couch surfing on a mama's, you know, couch. Because I'm only saying that because I saw, um, an influencer or a random person on social media and he was just like, you know, this, he was dating this girl and he was like on a budget because I think he was trying to save up. I don't know if he was trying to save up for a house or what. And he told the girl that, and the girl stopped talking to him. And basically she was like, oh, he broke. I don't have no time. So that's why I'm saying that. Well, you know what? I'm going to say this. Um, you can do that, but I I guess it's all, it's all in, in the delivery. You know what I'm saying? Like, that could that could be the thing, but she don't necessarily need to know all that. Um, whatever yeah. you do, don't, you know, it's like a, a chef preparing food in the kitchen. Like, I don't want to see you prepare it. I just I want it to come out. I want it to be good. I want it to look appealing. And so women don't need to know all that. You know, be thoughtful, you know, be thrifty or be resourceful. But that probably could be a turnoff. You know, you don't have to say it or you know put it at every turn so speaking of you just said kitchen or whatever whatever you just said girl so would you ever date like just hilarious said that she wouldn't date any man that is like a cashier food delivery whatever could you ever date one of those type of men fedex Mm -hmm. worker cashier well fedex people have you know good benefits and there are people that work for fedex and have so yes i I could work for some i could be with someone that works within fedex uh you know uh, they have executives all sorts of people but as far as like uh like you know a, a cook in the 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 fast food restaurant oh baby i'm too old for that uh no at this stage no i can't um, that's not where I'm at in my life. I can't do it either. I remember one time I was in like college or I graduated from college. I don't even know. So one time we in the drive through me and my mom in the drive through at McDonald's and <laughs> I'm coming home to visit. So the guy, he, he, you know, opens up the window or whatever. And my mom is like, this is my daughter. I told you about she's single. I'm like, mother really McDonald's. You can't aim a little higher. You can't aim for like Chick-fil-A, like McDonald's. Mm. Like, really? I, I'm not about that life. I'm Chipotle. too old to, like, what he lost his job, though, yo, boo, you know, or say it's like a, you know, this is a bad economy, you know, right now. Say the man had a corporate job. He lost his job and he ended up having to work at, like, customer service or, you know, food delivery or one of those, like, customer service type of jobs would you give him a chance say he was like a finance broker or some shit but he had to do what he had to do you know to make ends meet and but he was still applying to finance broker jobs and shit everybody got a story to tell everybody got a story (laughs) 
what you want me to do? Bring out my tiny violin. It depends. Damn. Listen, no, no, no. Let, let, me, let me break that down. Meaning like, okay, did I just meet him and he's feeding me this? Mm. Or were yeah. we together and this happened? Broke niggas ain't love too. No, 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 no. <laughs> what you got to do is invest that love into yourself first. So then you can truly get the love that you deserve. Uh, but okay. going back to that. Okay, so let's go up to like B Simone. So, you know, what about a nine to five man? Cause B Simone says she don't fuck with nine to five men. She want like an entrepreneur, like a boss, because she felt like they couldn't relate to her lifestyle. So could you do like, say you was an entrepreneur or, you know, you are an entrepreneur. Could you date someone that just works a nine to five job? And say you was like like an entrepreneur, like on some Bean Simone. I don't know how much money she make, but I'm pretty sure she made decent money. Like, could you date she like a nine to five? Yeah, could you date like a nine to five dude? But you know, what is a nine to five dude? Uh, because I'm like, what is a nine to five dude? Because when does the stock market close? She was saying that she want to do that owns, like she don't want to do that works for somebody. She wants a dude that owns a company that makes decisions because she felt like that is more relatable for her as an entrepreneur because she works for herself, basically. Okay. Well, maybe that works for her. Um, you know, she's dating a football player. So, oh, she um, is, damn. Or she was, or, you know, um a, a couple of months a back player. right she don't um, have no neck like me and she got a whole football player <laughs> and i mean he's not a nine to five he's not uh you know some entrepreneurial uh or, or tycoon he works for an organization um so but still she's with him i i guess she just like she's basically saying i don't want nobody with no regular job okay that's fine um, I, I can have somebody with a regular job. The, I think accountants are regular jobs. Uh, you know, some people in the law field, they, I mean, uh, yeah, I could. <laughs> so, you know, me personally, you know, I could do it too, but also, you know, I kind of like, I'm like a city girl sometimes when it comes to dating or whatever, like my mom, my mom, she kind of like a city girl, even though she's been married for 35 years. Low key, my mom is like a city girl. <laughs> so my mom told me, like growing up, she said, if a man can't do nothing for you, then don't date him. Cause she said that when she met my dad, my mom had like a son. When she met my dad, she was going to college. She had no car. She met my dad. He was trying to holler at her. So my mom literally was like, well, I need a car to go to school. My dad literally gave my mom his car to go to school so right. mom was like I got a kid so I got a kid to take care I can't just be talking to anybody that can't provide that can't do nothing so she was like if he can't do nothing for you then don't fuck with him so mom was like you know she like an original city girl or whatever and look at her she's been married for 35 years so but I feel, well go ahead I was gonna say but it's true you know if you're in a relationship with somebody and there are things if they see you in need and you know they're taking from you or y'all are whatever they're getting from you or whatever and they like come on it, my, that's, mom was with her. my mom wasn't with my dad then she just just like met him and was dating him she wasn't dating she wasn't with him she said right. in order to date me and be in a relationship with me you got to do these things that's how she like came at my daddy right 
And I can understand that she had a child as well. She didn't have no time for that. So, but yeah, so she basically was like, you got to do something. Like, I can't just be sitting up with you for free. Like, I don't right. have time for that. <laughs> so that's like the city girl mentality. Like, they got this mentality where, you know, even when it comes to sex, it was like, you can't be fucking me, you know, for free, basically. Um, I remember JT, I was looking at this interview with JT and Justin LA boy or what the fuck his name is. Um, she said the Justin funniest the boy. shit. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck he is. I don't, is he famous or some shit? I don't know. Shit. He's an know. influencer. Oh shit. But he she said the funniest shit to him. He asked her about like her song. They don't, you know, that song they got, they don't be fucking with no broke niggas or whatever. I forgot how that song go. Uh, but she said to him that broke men are always angry. They always walking around with an attitude. Like mm-hmm. they go, they got these negative spirits. And I felt that in my heart. And it's so fucking true because I had a situation where, you know, this dude, he didn't have no money, but I was entertaining him. And then when he found out that I had a little bit of money, I ain't rich, you know, none of that shit, but he was hating on me. Like dumb, it was negative energy, negative spirits. Like he was hating and shit. So I feel her on that shit. And, you know, even fucking for free. Like, I ain't about that life either. Like, even though I have, you know, in the past, don't judge me, y'all. Don't judge me, Lord. But I feel them too. Like, we too grown for that. Me fucking somebody for free that ain't, like, at least, like, courting you, my, you know, taking you out, doing good stuff for you and shit that you can't, de- like, you need, if I'm gonna smash somebody, I need to at least be able to depend on him just in case some shit pops off if I need him or some random shit. Right. And that's true. And see, you know, people get into that debate. They're like, oh, you know, they can't they you know, I don't need nobody to do this or they shouldn't have to do this. And it's 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 not about that at the end of the day. If you guys are, you know, if it's a give and take type of situation, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it is. And if 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 they are getting something for nothing, then, you know, when you get something for nothing, do you ever really value it? No. Mm, damn it's true and you know what those are some tough lessons that you know you as that we as women we have to learn like you know sometimes when that happens and it it doesn't pan out the way you want it it's like well shit (laughs) well uh you know and so those are those things that you learn from but you know those are things that the city girls are saying off top they like nah like shit you want to fuck on me like you ain't fucking me for free and I, i mean i feel that you know, if, if, if I'm not saying that you have to do anything for me, you know, because you don't, you know, I'm self-sufficient, but you know, if you want to do that and, and these are the ways that you want to demonstrate that you care, you know, then yeah, because when you care about somebody, you're going to demonstrate it in however way that looks. Right. You being thoughtful, whatever. I got like a, a wealthy man right now that you know, he ain't get nothing from me, but I, I he want to fly me out and do all this other stuff. And I'm like, man, I don't want to smash the man. So I ain't gonna allow him to do all of that. But I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, shit, if I like him, shit, I, I appreciate that, you know, so I'm, a, I'm like the city girl in, in some ways. And also, you know, the city girls and, you know, the Megan Thee Stallion mentality is pretty much the same because they say like in one of the city girl lyrics, she said, um, you fucking with a bitch who don't need nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you want to fuck, I'm going to need something. Where the money at? 
That's like the realest quote. Like, cause I think that's like my life too. Like, you know, I don't really need nothing from these niggas, you know, unless, you know, like manly shit though, like to kill bugs and shit, you know, stuff like that. But like in terms of money, like I don't really need nothing from y'all, but you know, shit, if you trying to fuck with me, then, you know, I need somebody on that Rick Ross shit. Fuck with me. You know, I got it. <laughs> he like shit I want a big boss vibe though you know what I'm saying because I got a big boss vibe energy so I just that's what I, I'm gravitating towards and it's, it's nothing wrong with that I but know. yeah my daddy was a boss to my mama so you know I just that's why I look at my, you know people always talking about oh uh people parents and you know broken homes being like this but I'm like I come from a two-parent household and people always these men be trying to tell me that I'm wrong to think the way I think I'm like well damn who's right then because they tell they talk bad about a woman that was raised in single parent households and then I'm raising two-parent household they up there talking bad about that about my expectations I'm like lord Jesus this world these men these days not all of them but some of these men lord Jesus Right, right. And you know what, I'm gonna I'm a go back to this out and I'll tack it in. But you know, you asked me about a nine to five. You know what, my dad, he, he wasn't a nine to five. But you know, he, he, he wasn't like, he wasn't an entrepreneur. But my dad was like a hustler. And, you know, he he had kids that he had to provide for. And so he's just very pragmatic, very, um, he's not but he's not like adventurous. He's not like somebody that will break out of a box. He's like somebody that's very pragmatic, but I, and I look for traits like that in men now. And so it's just like, you know, somebody that is, that has that hustle Mm. and, and, and knows how to can, you know, run things and, and knows how to make decisions and their decisions are educated and they're back. Like I I look for that type of stuff too. So I'm not saying that. So that's why I'm kind of like, you know, a little bit soft about like that, that I guess a nine to five type person or a nine Mm. to five type dude. Right. You know, is your daddy single? (laughs) <laughs> yes girl and he don't want to mingle how you know because he says that he don't want to be bothered girl my daddy's 67 you say he don't be bothered by nobody yeah girl he doesn't yeah he done been married a couple times he got about you know five six kids i think he good he over he over okay your daddy handsome though boy okay yeah girl he real handsome he stay active and he knows how to cook and he's, he's that's my daddy anyway so what about uh Tracy Ellis Ross and, and all these other women, Andrea? Okay, so this is so we've been talking about all these like these couple of different archetypes of I guess women, uh, you know, from City Girls, Megan, B. Simone, you know, even Jess. All right, so like then you got these other women that have different um a different response, you know, when it comes to like their mates, I guess, having like money. Like, so we have somebody like, you know, Tracy Ellis Ross. So she's a little bit different from everybody because, you know, she's single. She's always been single. Um, but like we've seen her date, you know, certain people. I think we saw her date like Boo, which is like Akon's brother, um, you know, but like recently, he even had like a magazine interview and it was just like, you know, you know, she's successful. She's she's always been wealthy, 
all this type of stuff. But she she still always wanted, you know, to be married or to have that that fairy tale type of, um, you know, ending. But it didn't happen for her yet. But she's okay with that. You know what I'm saying? So she's somebody like where, you know, money is of no consequence, you know, and she's like, well, shoot, I'll stay single until something is appealing. You know, I've dated men with money. Um, you know, I have my own money. So she, you know, she just one of these women and, and, and she's empowered by it. It's like, you know what? I've had it, you know, I've, I've had, I've had somebody with means, but you know, it didn't work out. And I'm it's so, I'm still whole and I'm still living my life and I'm content. So that's what I take away from Tracy. And I think that's cool because she's wildly successful and she's a sexy woman and, you know, she makes it look good and she ain't crying over no man. Um, so she, well, I don't know that. I don't know that because I'm quite sure that she still cried over men because, you know, we're human. Um, but at the same time, I, I see a, a fearless, confident woman and she's not she's just like, I'm not, I'm not going to hold myself to that no more. You know, she may have used to feel self-conscious about it. Like, shit, I never, I'm not married, you know? But I like the fact that she's embracing it. Um, like, do you feel like, obviously, I know, like, you come from a two-parent. Like, do you ever think, like, are you one of those people that, like, you have to get married? Yes. Okay. Right. I want babies. So I ain't trying to have no uh babies out of wedlock, you know, even though, I mean, at this point, you know, mm. shit happens, it happens, but I'm trying to have like, you know, two parent household to raise my kids. Like, I mean, my parents probably wouldn't give a damn because they want grandkids so bad, but that's what I want. Right. So no surrogate type situation. You would never do an alternative thing. You want to have, you want to get married because that's the only way you really having children. Yeah. Well, you know, I may could do the surrogate shit if I'm married. <laughs> you're like if i'm married still <laughs> okay i got you well um and and the same i guess would apply to me uh but you know what what i i mean i want to have children i i do i want to have children i don't i think it would be crazy if i didn't you know marry at you know at some point for sure um but i don't want to be like I, i'm one of these women where it's like i don't care but i just want to live life and enjoy and i just I do. I do want to have a family, though. So but shout out to Tracy um, because she's, you know, still doing it. But then you got other people on the flip side, like that are successful. The same, you know, type of women, uh, Mariah Carey uh, or J-Lo or even Nicki Minaj. Um, these are examples where, you know, these are breadwinning women. You know, they these they, they got money money Mariah Carey you know J-Lo and Nicki Minaj and you know they have all dated people that were not as wealthy as them hell we see Nicki Minaj I mean I don't know nothing about her husband like that other than what they you know got in the media uh but you know we know she wealthy wealthy and he's you know unknown to us but maybe he's some tycoon that we don't know about mm. um but you know but for her, you know, I guess they've been knowing each other for a long time. They have a rapport. She felt like she could trust him. And so for her, it wasn't a trade-off. You know, um, you know, it wasn't like, 
I have to have a man that's earning as much as me or more than me. She didn't feel like that. And so that's cool that that is working in a relationship. And now she can be a wife and she can be a, a mom because she's been a boss in so many other areas. So that that power dynamic probably works for her. Um, even the same thing that could be said with Mariah Carey. Uh, and even J-Lo, but Mariah Carey specifically, because we know uh, Nick Cannon was significantly y- younger than her when they got together. Um, you know, we know that Nick Cannon got money, money now, but Mariah, had, you know, Mariah has been having a lot of money. Mm. <laughs> She's been rich for 30 years, for 25 years. So, um, you know, he definitely didn't have the same you know, uh, they, they weren't on the same wealth. It was definitely a gap, but she didn't care about that, you know, and she married him and she had babies for him and, you know, and they were together for a while. It shocked everybody when they got together. He got that big tattoo uh, of her name on his, his back. And, um, it's, you know, it seemed like they, they was going to thug it out, you know, but now he got all these other babies, uh, popping up but and right. but even with Mariah now Mariah she be dating her dancers mm-hmm. you know her boyfriend right now is a dancer I don't like this they taking our regular ass men that's what it is they already <laughs> rich and shit so that's do like, you want the dancer are you I should ask you so will will you date a dancer no I would <laughs> but I'm just saying for other women out there other other poor women out there <laughs> They want to date fucking dancers and shit. They up there and then look at, and then when he break up with Mariah, he going to look at her and be like, bitch, I know you're going to try me. I had fucking Mariah Carey, bitch. I, right. I, I'm aiming high. Like, right. You know, he going to have only the baddest after that because you can't, you know, mm-hmm. but even J-Lo, J-Lo now, see, you know, J-Lo has got a, a, a smorgasbord. Like she's like truly like, whatever strikes my fancy, but we have seen her like one of her first marriages. Um, she married, you know, was he a dancer? He was something like that, but you know, he, he was an unknown dude. They got divorced. Um, and even, you know, she, she had another dancer boyfriend for a long time. So she, she doesn't mind doing that either. And, and you know what we, but we've seen her try to date other like, I guess alpha type people like herself, like A Rod. Her A Rod for some reason, and and but that that's not for everybody because she was with Mark Anthony for for some time. But she doesn't mind dating young dudes either. But she will kind of go over the gamut. But again, so these are some women that you know they don't they don't care when it comes to that. They're like shit. I got enough wealth. I ain't I ain't tripping off of it. Mm-mm. You know, the crazy thing is I got a homegirl who she makes she makes good money. She's a lawyer and mm. her her dude don't make that much money. He, I don't even think he make money that much at all. She was telling me how she's okay with splitting uh, everything in half down the line. I was like, well, to each his own. I was kind of shocked with that because I'm like, they're going to be roommates. But if that's her relationship, that's her relationship. Right. Um, I feel like that that's their relationship. And if I were in that position, maybe, and I had been with someone for a while and, you know, that was the relationship and that's the trust that we had, 
And I do that too. I don't think, um, you know, it, 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 you know, she's like, that's a, this is my man. He a good man. Mm-hmm. Shit. I'll do that. You know what I'm saying? I make like, I'm not, I'm not tripping because you know, it's it, what's mine is, is ours essentially. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if I got a man that I know is going to bat for me and I know that it's us against, I, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't. So then we got like Kevin Samuels, you know, he's the last, he's the last uh, sis that I'm going to talk about. Today. <laughs> um, so Kevin Samuels, when he talks about money a lot, cause I listened to a couple of his shows, y'all. He's, he's a hot ass mess. He's entertaining, but he ain't shit. I don't need to be supporting his ass, but um, he was saying basically that woman need men um, to be like financially, uh, stable in the household in terms of buying homes and stuff like that and then um, he was talking about like high value men and women so like he describes his version of a high value man is someone that earns 10k a month um, earning 10k a month of course over the five over five years acceptance to, with to an, another group of high value men uh, prominent position in society and the ability to to be of use by other high value men. So like on his show, he was saying how women who have kids that are over 35, uh, that that is like they weigh over 150 and all this stuff that he says, they they high value men with money don't want their asses. That's what he says. Um, so what do you think about that? Um Oh, off again. <laughs> I, I don't I don't really know too much about Kevin Samuels other than the spoofs that I see on social media. But uh, I will say that I, I guess I do hear some nuggets and I hear what he's saying. But again, is this man married? He's been divorced three times, I heard. Oh, because I didn't think that he was hetero, but I don't know. I got duality with this because, again, I don't I'm not a fan of men, you know, preaching to women or or, you know, telling them this. I don't know if I feel like it could be more appreciated if it were coming from a woman. Probably not. Maybe not either. But I definitely can't appreciate it coming from him, you know, trying to tell me. Um, But some of these points, you know, so you, do you think that like so we talked about all these you know influencers and celebrities from a Kevin Samuel standpoint he's saying that if you're if you are a regular female and you're not like a rich female or you're not like an attractive female or you don't weigh this size and you're older at a certain age you will not attract a rich man or a man with money Right. You don't know what kind of fetishes people have. So I don't think that he can just speak uh, across. Um, I, I, I feel like um, people exude and they get what they want. Um, I feel like if, if you feel unattractive or if you if you feel these things about yourself, then you fix them. Um, but if you're happy with what's got what you got going on, then you're going to then you're going to you're going to attract whatever you want and where you at with it so like when you watch like when i watch a show 
So it's women on the show that come on there saying they want like a man that makes good money, six figures. And he'd be like, oh, you ain't cute or whatever. So the, the crazy thing is I was talking to like two of my high value. Uh, I want to call them bays because they like me, but I don't like their asses. So associates, I guess. And um, they make good, good money. Like, like one, I think one is a millionaire. I'm not sure. And the other one is like, um, he makes like six figures, like probably like half a million a year. Um, it's crazy because I was t- asking them about Kevin Samuels and they were like, that's all a lie. <laughs> there was like, he don't know what he's talking about. It was like, we're high value men. And he was like, one of the dudes was like, I would talk to a girl that weighs over a certain weight and the other guy was like i would talk to an older female like if she was like this like it's so crazy right that's what i'm saying he can't be generalizing and just uh, you know stereotyping and just saying what he thinks because these are his own opinions (laughs) like what are they merited in right so that's going to take us to our grits pick of the week so um this week i'm going to uh just give a shout out and, and, and put like energy and prayers to the universe for Charmaine from Black City, Chicago. Um, just recently, she posted that her father has stage four esophagus cancer. Mm. I literally cried. I don't know this girl from a can of paint, but a lot of people tell me that I remind them of her personality wise. And like, you know, she's a grits and, um, it's just so sad because she just lost her mother from cancer. And now her father is undergoing um, chemo, lost his memory. And he has stage four. And that's like at the last stage. And so I just want to just, you know, my heart goes out to her. She's a strong queen to be able to, you know, put a smile on her face and talk about this and go mm-hmm. on social media. So, Yeah. Shout out to Charmaine. Definitely sending her some positive vibes. I know that's got to be difficult. Right. All right. So um, our G-Code Gem of the Week. All right. So G-Code Gem of the Week is... So I saw a quote, um, and it just made me think... I'm going to give something about confidence this week. It just... It basically was just like... I saw this tweet and it's saying that, you know, you're automatically 10 times more attractive when you're confident. You really just got to know, like, you're, you know, the shit, you know, without anybody having to tell you. So just about being confident in wherever you are, if you don't like something, you know, fix it. Uh, But self-confidence is key. Like, I feel like when you are confident and you feel good about yourself, everything else flows. You, you find better men, uh, you get better jobs, you just, just everything just flows. So, you know, just revel in that. that. Mm. I felt it. I feel it. Receive I feel it. it. I receive it too. Anyway. Well, All righty, y'all. Well, let's wrap this on up. It's been real. You know, it's been good kicking it with you guys. You can uh, stream us on uh, all streaming platforms, Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, YouTube. Make sure you go check us out. 
uh, gritsinthecitypodcast.com. You can visit us and check out our episodes and our website content there. Go check out Tits and Giggles TV as well. And uh, all right, y'all stay tuned for the next episode.